1: JohnSyndicate.com Call now, call free. Hey, this is former odds maker Kenny White now on your side of the counter. Go to OddsXFactor.com where I'm going to reveal all the secrets how to beat the NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball and especially college sports. College is my forte. I love totals, I love second halves and I love in-game. I was seen on 60 Minutes. I can beat the point spread. I was on the other side. Now I'm with you. Go to oddsxfactor.com.
0: 1-800-209-1679. That's 1-800-209-1679. Pick up the phone and make the call. Get today's Consensus Club play absolutely free. Coming from the outside to the inside here at sportsinsidersradio.com. Get our top consensus play from me john yours truly plus kenny white and brian blessing it's absolutely free don't stall make the call 1-800-209-1679 1-800-209-1679
2: Coming to you from Las Vegas. It's Sports Insider Radio. Glad to be with you, Brian Blessing, John, and Mike. They're in the bullpen. They're ready to come out and they're ready to close the deal for you. We got a lot of great information coming your way. We love doing this each and every Wednesday for you. 800 209 1679. And we invite you to check out the website, SportsInsiderRadio.com. What a great time of year! Stanley Cup playoffs, nothing like it. Vegas is going nuts. Golden Knights looking like they're going on a run again. NBA playoffs, Major League Baseball, so much on the docket. Kentucky Derby's coming right around the corner. Tiger got his W in the Masters, another golf tournament. RBC Heritage starts this week. The PGA's coming up. they changed the schedule. Great, a, a major basically every month now with this compacted schedule. A lot of cool things to talk to. So, without further ado, I'm sure he's got, hey, we, we got to get you a hat, one of those hats with a tassel. Uh, you know, you kind of got a pr- professor thing going here, John, you know, with the homework assignments and the numbers you dish out. John and Mike, hello, boys. How's it going?
0: All I know
3: is last week, yeah. I said on the radio show, you think Tiger can win it all? And then I didn't even make the bet.
2: <laughs> well, that's what happens. <laughs> so,
3: here's the bigger question. Do you think he wins? does a Grand Slam no. and is now hot and rolls and rock and rolls and wins every,
2: everything. I I believe he can certainly uh, win another major, the Grand Slam, I think. So. I, I, I never say never with this guy. It, you still have the concerns with the body week to week, how the body holds up. But he's playing the PGA at Bethpage Black where he won. He's playing the U.S. Open at Pebble Beach where he won. And uh, he would always be a threat. Uh, with the link style golf uh, at the British Open, he contended and almost won it last year. Uh, I think I think he's formidable and involved on the leaderboards in most of these majors. I certainly I like his chances to win at least another one. I I, I would say that, and, and, and even saying that is something with a guy that's forty three. Well, when you took, hey, I'm
3: forty six. He's a baby. Listen, uh-huh. so here's the thing. So here's the thing. We were in the office. We were watching it on the big screen TV in the screening room. We got a screening room here for the NFL games. In faraway places, he was plus four hundred when we started watching. Then he went to plus two hundred. Then he went to minus fifteen
0: hundred.
2: Oh, the, so, you know, the the in-game wagering aspect of it uh, is amazing. Uh, I mean, I was I had it out and I was involved with it throughout the day. But th- there were guys that you know when, when like when Kepka hit it in the water. You know, all of a sudden, Kepka goes to like you know, sixteen to one, and then he eagles the next hole, and he's right back to four to one. So, the, the, right. when we talk about the opportunities that are in, you know, offered us on a daily basis, the in-game wagering aspect of it is really, uh, you, you know, part. It should be part of the overall money management and strategy of, at the end of the day, getting a positive return on your investment. It's an additional tool that if you've got something on the front end, you can come back the other way, and I know you, you love doing this and, and try to find yourself a hedge, either a hedge opportunity, but the home run is the middle opportunity.
3: Well, you know I had Denver last night in the, at halftime. I had to take it. It was such a cheap price. They were laying seven. And uh, then what I also did last night is uh, I've been and you know, I, I, like, I gave this strategy away free a couple of weeks ago. I'll give it again. If the Orioles have the lead early in a game? And you can get the favorite at a good price. it's worth in game trading the favorite. So Tampa Bay was down two nothing to the Orioles. They were two hundred and fifty five dollar favorite. They made them plus one sixteen. not big money, but hey, instead of laying two fifty five
4: you're you're getting
3: plus one sixteen on an in- game live wager, and they win the game four to two. It doesn't mean they have to win the game, but the point is those are opportunities. Same thing, obviously, the other night with the Clippers. Um, you know, I said to everybody, and it was all over Twitter, but I love, I love the Clippers on the money line. I basically told everybody the Clippers are going to ever tie up a game, this is going to be it. Now, did I think they were going to be down 20? No, but again, $50 wager in Jersey pays 5000 when they're down 20, 30 points, whatever they were down before they come back and win the game, 135 to 131. So this is the trading game that if you're just betting it and forgetting it, you're leaving a lot of money on the table.
2: Well, let's say hi to Michael. How's it going, my friend? Hey, man. How are you doing today? Good, buddy. Well, what's front and center on your plate?
4: Well, I mean, uh, coming off this amazing, I mean, going back to the tournament on Sunday, is probably the best performances as a fan that I've seen. Hey, Mike, Mike, Lazio is up 3-0 against Z- Udinese. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Well, we got, first and foremost, we have Champions League round two today, Um this is gonna the results of today's games will lead them into the final four that are gonna start uh in a week from now and we have some action on the total. I'm not gonna tell you specifically which game. There's only two, so it's one of the two. Um, so if you want that information you can call our office anytime prior to the start of the game in forty five minutes, but and one of our reps will definitely give it to you. But in terms of right now, soccer, just because it's the Champions League, we always talk about it's year round. Uh, there's leagues in Mexico, there's leagues in the Netherlands, there's the Copa Libertadores. I mean, there's tournaments going on all year, so you can pick your spots day in and day out. You don't have to play every day, but it's basically like the, a baseball rotation-type schedule every single day. There's so, much, uh, there's so many games going on at once that you can f- pick your spots. If you know what you're doing with soccer, it's not like football where it's just heavy on Saturdays and Sundays. So you could find a lot of value this time of the year, especially with baseball and soccer, um, where in football season you're really limited to a few days a week. So you could trade, like specifically in the NBA. We really don't play that many NBA playoff games. But on Monday um, we didn't have a play on the Clippers, but we saw that they were down, and John will tell you, live. At halftime they were down 20. He put a little piece on that. during the game on the Clippers to win, and, and they won outright. And so you could find that value in the NBA playoffs where it seems going into the playoffs that there wasn't as much parity. The top teams, you know, the Bucs who have been handling business, but they're playing against a weak um, Pistons team with no Blake Griffin, while you got the Clippers that are literally balling out right now. And you get a, you, know, you get an injury early in the first half with DeMarcus Cousins going out and we saw the value that the team is just not the same team without him because they're not used to playing without him for the last month or so. So we we stole with the Clippers in the second half to win outright. So you could find that, and again, the eyeball test matters because you have to be watching the games, you have to be following it. You can't just blindly bet it and forget it, like we always say. So with the NBA playoffs, a lot of opportunities are made within the game. We're not just blindly betting the games because at the end of the day, I mean. It's so hard in the NBA playoffs before the game starts to just pick the outright winner because the, the teams just go back and forth. I mean, you, they don't hold leads, and they don't cover.
3: Hey, I just it, wanted to interrupt for a second. Does anybody have an opinion on this live wager? I'm looking at the, the, the Tacoma Rainers against the El Paso Chihuahuas.
2: I don't know. Anybody
3: got any action on that? I,
2: I, I think El Paso's been struggling.
3: I mean, then you got the Toledo Mud Hens against the Indianapolis Indians. You know, I mean, you we know, even got minor league baseball here. Baby. What's fun, up?
2: I will, I will say this to you: it, it, may, it speaks more to, um,
0: just say chihuahua, will you?
2: The chihuahuas are strong, very good. They're, they're, <laughs> they're, they're cute little guys. I, the, the, one, the one thing I say here in Vegas: it's amazing in 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 this day and age, in things that a million years that you think they wouldn't have considered. I mean, you know, they built a new ballpark here for the AAA team. The AAA. Oh, I know all about it. No, but I know the, but all about the, it. They got a swimming pool over there. Yeah, but the, but they're on the board. I mean, you know, there are places in town uh, where they're on the board. Oh, yeah, that's why. Well, that's why I brought it up. I had a
3: friend of mine. He was actually at the game last night, FaceTiming me, showing me the stadium. He was like, "This place is amazing." He's, you know, he's like, "It's, it's amazing." I was really impressed. We'll I have to get over there and get a little action down on that team. But but no, it, it, like he was saying, I mean, all these opportunities. You know, this is the, the the business of 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 betting. And, again, I want to talk about an, another thing. I, I I didn't do it last night, and this is, goes back to you have to have a system. But I, I will tell you, did you know, I said before both games yesterday, the easiest money last night was the New England Islanders and Columbus. I am not one of these people that like to step against trends, which is why I go back to trends in baseball, like Houston's on a 10-game winning streak. Seattle's on a five-game mu- losing streak. You get both teams that are up three nothing, and you get an opportunity to have them close them out with dog money. Now you're a hockey guy, Brian. Oh no! 60 you know, percent of the time, that's what happens. Yeah, they close well, them out. while well, everybody's
2: betting the favorites. Well, Pittsburgh was favored at home. Uh, I I did have Columbus. I mean, I, I I I couldn't believe, uh, I couldn't believe Columbus was a dog in that game.
3: Well, I'm just saying to take both teams up 3-0 oh, is a good strategy where most people think, oh, they got to get one. No, they don't. They don't got to get one. <laughs> they don't got to get one. And so you took the Islanders, they sweep, and then you took, uh, you took uh, uh, Columbus and you sweep. And my point was I think most people that are listening to this, when they see teams in series or even in four-game or three-game baseball series, they do the same thing. They think, oh, it's hard to sweep. I don't think it's hard to sweep. As a matter of fact, sixty-six percent of the time, when you're in that position, you actually get the sweep.
2: Well, the, the, it is such a unique deal now, right? I mean, in the NBA and uh, the NHL, when you're playing the so- same opponent every forty-eight hours and the peaks and valleys, and specific to the NBA, much more so than the NHL, right? There's the old zigzag thing that many people believes the thing, and it's had success here early. On, but the, these are things you got to pay attention to.
3: Yeah, I mean, absolutely. And like I said, you know, my 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 thing with Mike is he's sitting here; he's feeling the calls all day long. People are calling us before we come on the air today, and they're in a panic. Like, there's early games. What do you? <laughs> when you're when you're when you're in the in-game trading world, when you're in the in-game trading world, it's like there's no rush. What I like about the in-game trading aspect is there's never. You're never missing a game anymore. Hey, You missed a game, you missed the beginning of the game. You know what? You might get a better price. You know, if you like the Brewers this morning at uh, minus 180, you can get them right now at plus 200 because they're down 2 nothing in the third inning. So, I mean, again, it goes back to that reality, which is, you know, you might have been in a rush and it actually
2: might benefit you as well, opposed to – That's a great point because I, I was just going to say um, – this may sound nuts, but I don't think it is. I mean, especially with a team like the Brewers, or you know, a team that's capable of having a big inning. Well, I'm just using that now, as an no, example. No, I, I know, but right but now. sometimes it's the best thing that ever happened to you. You're sitting there going, "I love they fell behind." Um, you know, yeah, this, th- like this pitcher, I know he won't last more than three innings, and it, and maybe a big part of your handicap on the game was that they they're, they're going to get them late, and the fact that they fall behind early, uh, you get the plus price. I mean, you're you're sitting there on an opportunity.
3: Absolutely. And like I said, this is the, the when you're dealing with people that are calling to get information, there's a constant panic, there's a constant rush, there's a constant desire or need to just because that first game is being played, what do you got? What do you got? There's a game going off at 10:15 a.m. the Mets Phillies. We what, do, do, we what do they 10, do?
2: What do they do when you say nothing? I'm sorry. What do they do when you say nothing? Yeah, there's an I mean, early game. Act, I I don't I mean, care. I can
3: tell you. What do you do, Mike, when they say nothing? There's no early game. How do they? What's their usual
4: reaction? Well, you know what? It's it's changed. I think you know with the exposure of. You know the legalization of sports gambling, and it's just like mainstream everywhere. People understand that it's it's not just to bet the next game that starts at one o'clock just because there's an early board. It's what's the best value on the board I could hold off, knowing that I, I have to treat this like a business and I have to look at the longer scope. I think the mentality in the last few years has changed drastically, and and I'm seeing that by talking to these clients day to day. So so you don't have to head. fight the I mean, fight as
2: much. I mean, I, I mean, they're, are they more prone i I, I know I know it's not to, like are they are they more prone to take your advice?
4: Well, sure, I mean, I think the demographic has changed as well. It's a lot of younger guys that are getting into this business where you know it's it wasn't like that in the past where now you know the the millennials are getting into a closer guys to my age or even a lot younger that are you know using this as a secondary form of income, and they're just they're looking at the bigger picture they're not obsessing over every single game and they're not watching the score um they're simply looking at it what type of percentage return can i expect month after month what type of percentage return can i expect seasonally and they don't get hyper focused on the day because a lot of these guys do other types of investments like in the other financial markets so they look at this as look how can i get out ahead over the course of the next season and they're just because there's a game on they're at work they're not really as obsessive so yes during football that changes completely Every game, every play, I get text, 50 texts throughout the game. He threw an interception. You know, what's going on? That's different just because, look, everybody watches NFL except John, obviously. Guys, his son gives him the, the updates. <laughs> the, Ravens, the Ravens score, it's like he's sending me text. He goes, oh, I know what, that, what your son texts. You? He goes, yeah. Like the guy's never watched a Ravens game, and he lives in Baltimore, has never watched one game. Well, no, I'll take it back. He took his son to the game. That's the only time he's watched the game.
3: And Stover missed the extra
4: point. <laughs> look, 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 he said Stover. Tucker. That's the ad that just shows it.
3: Whatever his name is. <laughs> anyway, the point is you're betting on a team. You're not betting on a fan. It doesn't Mike, matter. You, you
2: okay, Mike? <laughs> That's the greatest. we got we to pick Mike what off was the, the floor. His
3: name? What was the guy's name? The field goal kicker.
2: Well, look it up. Yeah. Yeah, you look it up. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. what, what did, did, were you, you going to have some hot stove stuffing for lunch? What, 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 what? Listen,
3: listen, Paris, Paris Saint-Germain is, is up, is down 3-1. Three, three now, listen, it, it, this goes back to the people that are listening to this show. They they refuse, the hardest thing is to, they refuse to look at the opportunities that it's not easy as bet it and forget it. You know, I keep drumming this along about underdogs and favorites in baseball, People are still shocked when underdogs win. And, again, you know, I'm looking at the records right now. There's 200, not counting today's schedule, 252 games have been completed in the regular MLB season so far. 147 favorites have won outright. 105 dogs have won outright. So there's only a 42-game edge. Do you think that you could be – it sounds like a lot, but do you realize how much juice you're losing on those 105 losses?
2: what what you say here, I mean, you know you're you're you know I get everything you're saying and and you know when when you start something, I can almost finish the sentence for you. The question is when you're making that case when people call in uh, what what is their reaction in terms of how they they you know are are they really are they you know shocked by that? Uh, oh, they
3: all tried to bet baseball on their own. They handicapped pitchers, and they get destroyed uh, with, with handicapping pitchers. And you know me. My, my, my intention is perspective, not intention, is that if you're going to bet on a pitcher, you better bet the first five innings. Otherwise, it's useless. He's not going to be in in the ninth. And uh, people also don't understand that there's an ebb and flow in baseball, just like most, peop- most teams trade off leads. And so, you know, just because a team's up 2 nothing in, th- in the third or fourth inning, it means nothing. Um, I mean, if it did, you wouldn't have the in-game live wagering aspect. What, what I will say is um, for people out there that maybe are in a financial position that they can't afford advice, they can't afford a program, they can't afford information, I'm sticking to my story, and it's not changing, which is you stay away from road teams because basically the numbers have proved themselves to be valid this point, 252 games in the season. What you know is that the edge, there's 42 more favorites than dogs that have won this season, but 29 of them have been at home. If not for a home, a home edge, it's, it's almost 50%, because when you look at the numbers, you're 43 and 56 if you're betting home team dogs, which means you are up a ton of money being down 13 games. 43 dogs have won at home. 56 uh, favorites have won on the road. Think about that. There's 252 games that have been played in MLB. 56 road favorites have won. That's it. The edge, whether you're betting the dogs or the favorites, is to basically, I hate to say it, unless it's a team like Houston, strike out, just cross off the road teams. Now, I don't like to stand in front of a freight train. You look at the Houston Astros. They've won 10 games in a row. But if they're going to lose, the odds are in the favor that they're going to lose a road game to break the streak. So the real value is to take Oakland plus the 1-6, plus whatever they are today. You well,
2: know what I mean? Uh, no, and uh, yeah, at some point, you know, it's going to end, Anyone would think in the very near future. But the other thing is, um, and uh, basically they're kind of attached to each other in the uh, American League West, Um but we talked about uh, the regular season in hockey, where we had never seen anything. I don't remember ever seeing across the board where there'd be five, six, seven teams at the same time on winning or losing streaks. It looked like a baseball standings board. And right. I In last week, we talked about the team that was making you the most money was Seattle. And if you got well, on board, wait, wait a minute. Continued. Let me let me right. finish. Let me finish. If, if if you got on board with them in the beginning, you're loving life. All of a sudden now. Uh, the dose of reality kicking in. But if you were able to identify, well, maybe there's a chink in the armor and here they go the other way, they start, they lose five now, but the the money had had changed where the, the, they were taking a, a ton of dough. So if you started fading Seattle at the right time, you were making even more money because the number was in your favor.
3: There you go, and they've lost five games in a row. And you look at a team like Seattle, why are they so profitable this season? Not because they were a favorite nine times. Because they're one game over five hundred. In eleven games they've been an underdog and they're six and five. You only need to run forty to fifty percent accuracy betting dogs and you're gonna make money. So if you're ahead of game, you're up a tremendous amount of money. All their profits are basically come like they're thirteen and seven and you're up six hundred and eighty nine dollars. Now just to put that in perspective, Baltimore is seven and eleven and you're up. Four hundred and thirty three dollars there's not much of a gap
2: is this it is this legal bad time uh, are we, are we do the I mean
3: it's it's legal bad time, but i'm going to break I break it down more in terms of good teams, bad teams yeah I mean when you look at teams and you think that you have an edge, um you look at even and you believe that following teams that are winning or on winning streaks, yes, if you can catch the streak, you can make money, but listen, let's be honest, you look at the Houston Astros. They are 12-5. and This is a great example of a team that has made you no money. Now, can you imagine they won 10 games in a row, but if you've been playing them all 17 games, you've made no money, Brian. And when I say you've made no money, what I mean is you're up 300 bucks because they've never been a dog yet this season. Dog record, 0-0 and you take a team like Baltimore, they're 7 and 11. They've never been a favorite this season. The favorite record is 0 0. You only have and I'm going to just double check. Okay. Well look, I nailed them both. Two teams that have never been on the opposite side of the money this season. The Baltimore rate uh, or Raven. The Baltimore Orioles are favorite list. They've never been a money line favorite in 18 games and the Houston Astros are dogless. They've never been a moneyline dog in 17 games. When you have that scenario, what's going to happen is at the end of the season, Baltimore is going to make you more money than Houston. Now, if somebody's listening to this and they go, "What? Baltimore is going to make you more money?" Yes. Baltimore is going to make more money than Houston because teams that never get a dog spot you can't beat them. You can't beat the VIG when you lose. When you lose, you get crushed. And if you look at a team like um, the worst-performing money team in the American League East, you know who it is, Brian. Tell me. Who is it?
2: Well, the Boston Red Sox are a train wreck.
3: So they're a train wreck, but check this out. They, they also get added to the category, so I was incorrect. They are a team that has never been an underdog. So mm-hmm. Houston has never been an underdog. Boston has never been an underdog. So Boston is 6 and 12, a favorite every game. So you're only down 6 games. You're down $900. <laughs> yeah, you're down it, 9 but, games being down 6 games.
2: You know, we we giggle about it, but it, it I mean it, it it you know, all these years when you be talking about the big dogs you play in baseball, um and and you have a pension for identifying them. The reality is, you know, if you say it on average, you're whatever, you know, two to one, you know, big dog at the point where let's say you're doing that three times a week. If you hit one of those three, you're right there. You, you, if you can do two out of, you know, if you can bat that two out of three, uh, or even two out of five, you're, you're making dough. Right. So,
3: and not only that, there's this another strategy. I'm going to give it to you right oh. here. Cause I, I did a, re- a double checked while on the phone. So boston has never been a dog houston has never been a favorite miami has never been a favorite and baltimore has uh... boston has never um... and um... right so that's it you only have three teams three teams that have been one side of the money miami zero zero is a favorite um baltimore zero zero is a favorite houston zero zero is a dog right here's what happens You take those three teams, Baltimore, Houston, and Miami. Whenever they cross to the other side, mortgage the house. I don't mean it seriously, but the stats are always in your favor. When Baltimore at some point is a favorite, you can get – I don't like to guarantee anything, but you can guarantee that there's a high probability they're going to win that game. When Miami is a favorite, there is a huge probability – they're going to win that game, and when Houston is a dog, whoever the favorite is, go to the bank and pull out all your money.
2: <laughs> Sports Insider Radio, uh, we invite you to check out the website, sportsinsiderradio.com, 800-209-1679. Um, what else been catching your eye, fellas? Here, Because I can't wait, next week is the NFL Draft, and... I know uh Michael will go nuts with this. John probably won't even uh What's I, next week? Yeah, I didn't think so. The NFL Easter
3: Sunday? Uh-huh, yeah. I
2: don't know about no draft. Well, I'm telling you, um very early on, Mike, Let's. let's I'll do this with Michael. Uh, oh yeah,
3: you and Mike love the NFL you're Well, obsessed, but but the thing is
2: there are opportunities because there are draft offerings on the board and I know you're a nut bar Mike and I am and I do them for every morning. Every morning I take a, a peek or two at the uh, NFL mock drafts. Uh, will there be trades? How many guys from Alabama will go? How many quarterbacks will go in the first round? I mean, it's amazing there there are actual you know, opportunities on the board for the draft itself. But then the big picture is now, after free agency and after the draft, and it's a deep draft, and – the guys that get it right time and time again will be successful in the draft you got to start formulating your opinions because football will be here that's the one thing I mean we're always in look-ahead mode because the next season will be here before you before you blink
4: yeah and I mean I, I've been you know I've I've always been intrigued with the draft I don't know uh, personally if I really use uh, the wagering aspect of the draft I think there's just too many variables and it's I'm not much of a props better. That's what I use you for during the Super Bowl. Uh, but from from a fan standpoint, I mean, just because it is prior the week prior, and, you know, I don't mind giving you my perspective. I think the big wild card, and, and this is the type of player, you know, I like taking players that I know that are going to, if you plug them in as a rookie, they could instantly produce for you. And that guy, Rashawn Gary, the defensive end from Michigan, is just a man child. I mean, he's six, five 280 and runs the 40 and 445. I mean, sorry, four, 5 455. Five. So, I mean, that's a type of player that could be an Aaron Donald type. Um, you know, Nick Bosa um, coming out as well. The the third Bosa kid It has stellar ability. He's the one that you know skipped the 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 big game for Ohio State because he wanted to get ready for the draft. You know, the the guys that are doing this nowadays where with injuries they pass the big game they rather just get ready for if they're a top pick and and look i believe kyler murray has the ability to to take it to the next level um you know we've never seen a player that's this short at the quarterback level be this high of a pick or or produce but you know the, the well, research I, I, but, and well early on ahead. i
2: mean and i i'm with you i i hear you um but it is the games changed where the defense, and these are all things we take into account when you're betting these games, um, that the rules are stacked against the defenders, and you're seeing a Baker Mayfield or Russell Wilson, you know these are guys that oh well he's not the prototypical big guy, it's a different game, uh, it, 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 you have to, it's one of those show me prove it to me, but there are guys that can do it, Mike. It's not like it can't be done.
4: Well, I mean and. And I I translate to go back to Patrick Mahomes, who was an all-star caliber baseball player. Mm -hmm. And Kyler Murray is the same type. I mean, he's got a cannon for an arm. He literally throws, you know, while he's on the run, he could throw the ball 55 yards downfield on a dime. So to have that type of athleticism is you can't teach that. So, you know, the mechanics, you could teach – and obviously his athleticism and his ability to throw on the run you can't teach. He's he's very similar to Baker, and he played under Baker uh, when Baker was at Oklahoma. So that's the type of player that you know. I think Arizona is going to shoot for him. I think it's a good fit for him out there. And uh, you know, you really got to go with with athleticism and talent, um, unless you just go for the safe pick, which a lot of teams seem to do year after year. They're just afraid to take that leap, but. You know, the Ravens are looking at a, a, you know, a big, powerful wide receiver. Um, The guy from Iowa State. Oh, like Hakeem Butler? Eh, I I like Metcalf, I think, between him and and the guy that plays the slot. um, (laughs) Poor
2: John John's like, what?
4: (laughs) At Iowa State. He he reminds me a lot of Mike Evans Uh, from Tampa Bay. He's big. He's powerful. He can, and he's got good footwork where he runs really good routes. So I, I think we need a big, powerful guy for Lamar uh, to to be able to be a big, right. big-time possession receiver. Right, I, I
2: promise. We'll move on from this, John. But j- j- this is all about me. Am I going to be happy with this uh, John Brown guy? <laughs> Mike? <laughs> yeah.
4: Sorry, man. He's great. Now, for what he did... See, it's like he played two different seasons in one. Early in the season with a Flacco, a yeah. Flacco throwing him the ball, he was able to get it down the field. He could utilize his skill. But with Lamar, he was completely, you know, a ghost because Lamar just does not throw down yeah, the field and doesn't stretch the so defense. So it's not so, the wide
2: receiver's fault who the quarterback is.
4: I think he's a good fit for you guys. All right, fine.
2: Thank you. All right. Anyway. Listen,
3: um, I'm, I got a, a, pre, a client from Milwaukee sent us a uh, sent a shirt for my son to wear. And um,
4: what kind Mike, of sh- can you
3: pronounce it? What kind of shirt? I can't even.
4: Giannis Adekumpo. Adicu- he sent, a- he sent yeah. us
3: a jersey for my son. Can you spell it? Let's see.
2: I'm not, I'm not, not, even, no, not even Not trying. even try. I'm it. not even going to try. A- here's, how, here's how I spell it. The Greek bi- freak. The, yeah, the the big guy from Milwaukee.
3: A-N-T-E-T-O-K-O-U-N-M-P-O. My son. He'll know how to say it perfectly, like he's from Greece. He'll be so happy when he gets. How, to- how
2: much fun? He- seriously, how much fun uh, are, are you having with you know? This is your line of work, and we always say we love what we do. I mean, we're talking sports for a living. We're involved in sports for a living. It's 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 what consumes us. Are uh, you having fun with the fact that you know, your boy is is getting into sports and and? Oh, I mean hes smart I explain
3: you know every, all my, my uh, I explained to his mother when I went and picked him up that um, part of math education is learning about the point spread, so you know like you know, the big joke is like he always he knows he asks me what the line is, and he'll say like that ah, they're laying that many points. <laughs> like, you know like he, like he'll say 15 and a half, that's unbelievable. Hey
4: Brian, I, I think it's genetics because in his first year his son won the fantasy football league so it was just ingrained in him when he was a, a little toddler he knew the numbers he knew the points but he didn't know it oh, yet I told you but you has he... the
3: story not to bore the listening no, audience no, he, would cry,
4: he would cry he would
3: cry when he was in the crib and I and every like 10 minutes he would cry and, and nobody at my, my at the time when I was with his mind why is he crying and then I realized it kept saying key move alert on the Don Best screen. <laughs> <laughs> he grew up with key move alert steam play in his brain. Uh, and I turned by, I called up I called up Don Best and I said, Listen, we gotta how do I turn these alerts off? And I turned them on I slept like a baby ever since. Right. People it, play people play nursery rhymes so their kids are yeah, right. playing. Steam but, Move Alert and Steam Play. Yeah,
2: but but what you got? What you're the one part you're not describing is that it's this robotic tone.
4: Steam Play, Steam Play. Oh, it's horrible. <laughs> I mean, the so boy, say, <laughs> some, some kids watch uh, Disney movies. The uh-huh. other kids, his kids, were watching the Don Best screens. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah well, you get it. You,
2: you, you get it. You could you know do the sequel Home Alone with the Don Best screen.
4: Yeah, it looked at it, 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 it all. It turned green for halftime. <laughs> you know, but it, it, but, it is but funny. The color because, codes you know, are cool. You,
3: you know, the truth of the matter is, you know, on a, on a, for you guys listening that are interested in, you know, trying to do this stuff on your own, in all seriousness, I'm looking at the Steam Play screen right now. I popped it up here at Don Best. I'm live. I'm broadcasting at Sports Insider Radio. I mean, there is literally so far today, there's been 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 13 40 i mean there's been like 26 steam moves and you know brian for people listening out there following the steam chasing the steam having websites that you can see that that's that's going to chop you up and juice you silly you'll be getting a steam alert on one side then come back on the other side you need somebody to give you a program and how to do this
2: that was pretty good i i, I like that Ch- what was it chop you up and juice you silly That was good. Chop you up and juice you silly. Listen to him. Hey, at Sports Insider Radio, we invite you to check out the website, SportsInsiderRadio.com. You want to talk to John and Mike? The number is 800 209 1679. 800 209 1679. Heading towards the top of the hour. Back with the boys in a moment on Sports Insider Radio. 1-800-209-1679.
0: Don't stall. Make the call. 1-800-209-1679. 1-800-209-1679.
1: Hey, this is former odds maker Kenny White now on your side of the counter. Go to OddsXFactor.com where I'm going to reveal all the secrets how to beat the NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, and especially college sports. College is my forte. I love totals. I love second halves. And I love in-game. I was seen on 60 Minutes. I can beat the point spread. I was on the other side. Now I'm with you. Go to oddsxfactor.com
2: All right, back with you here, Sports Insider Radio. Check out sportsinsiderradio.com. Back east we go. John and Mike join us. And, you know, I'm sitting here as we soldier on, and you look, and we got three day baseball games. That that crescendo that it builds into the night, but that is one of the uh, unique facets of summertime uh, is getting the day action as well.
3: I mean, we like I said, you know, we I'm looking more at in-game live betting opportunities on a day like today than worrying about playing, um, you know, just because, again, these people calling up and, you know, what do you got, what do you got, what do you got? And it, it, it look, you get more interest, you get more, um, especially from the people on the East Coast, especially, you know, Jersey, Delaware, West Virginia. People get to go to, you know, swing by the book on the way to work. They're, this is like a whole new game for them. So, you know, for people listening to this, this is a whole new game for these East Coast guys. You know, you're kind of immune to it. You've been in Vegas for, you know, a decade plus. You're immune to that. You, you know, you can just drive over to wherever you want, make a bet, and then go, go over to the studio. You know, for these guys, they see an early game. What they really see is an opportunity to be in action while they're working. Or using their app, you know. In Jersey, for instance, you can use the app. In Pennsylvania, you can't yet. In West Virginia, but it's coming. It'll it'll come where everybody will will be using the app. And like I said, you know, interesting. Mike's a poker player. He basically sat at the poker table when we were in March Madness there, and you know, played poker all day, and then was using his apps.
2: Have you made that West Ver- made that West Virginia run lately?
3: I no. No, I did not, because it was very painful. The travel, it's like a one-lane highway. You know that everyone is just doing the same thing, trying to get over to – I mean, if you want to bet – I tried it. So when I bet an NFL game, which I lost, by the way. I had Kansas City Chiefs against the Baltimore Ravens. Ravens took it into overtime. But I will tell you, you know, and not talking about – I'm like to get into big money bets and stuff. But, I, you know, I wanted to make you know, a dime better more on Kansas City. And uh, it, it's interesting, the difference between Vegas – and a place like West Virginia, you know, they got the super. You would have thought I was moving millions. I mean, Brian, for a thousand dollar, eleven hundred dollar wager, you would have. I was waiting in line, finally got up to the front, and I'm sure things have gotten smoother. But you know, they just weren't used. It's like everybody was betting parlay cards, and I'm sitting here with eleven hundred to blow on a game, and it was like a big deal. And obviously, you don't have that issue in Vegas. People are are immune to money. Um, you know, you live in Vegas. If I go to a Starbucks in Vegas and I have $100 and I crack it, no big deal. And you go to Starbucks on the East Coast and you give them a 100 they say we, they have a sign that says we don't accept hundreds. So, I mean, it's a different mentality overall <laughs> where money really loses its value and you're not, like, shocked when somebody's making a big wager. Um, but I will say that when I made that run, I did it on a Saturday night to avoid the, the run NFL Sunday morning. And I was already told by people that live here in Baltimore that don't even bother. You're going to make those bets. You've got to bet them the night before because they're just too slow. They're not equipped. And, again, the app wagering is the way of the future because it eliminates all those lines. And you and I have seen it in the past 10 years ago when we started doing this plus. You don't see as much craziness now because people are smart enough to know they can go get an app before the madness begins and sit there and bet on their phone.
2: Well, and, and you know uh, in time, right, it, it, it will become – a lot more fluid and, and smoother, but you're, you're out of the out of the gate I, I can see that, and then when they get the apps it, it, you know we'll have the same discussion a year from now we'll talk about the difference right
3: oh yeah i mean there's look there's obviously the interest the, what overall the interest in baseball betting is used to be i have to we have, we'd have to sell it like bet baseball it's a great sport to bet now that's not so much the issue but the, but the playoffs kind of counterbalance that because you still have more people going crazy for the playoffs. Um, you know, you still have, you know, basketball is basketball and people love basketball. And you know, and again, NHL is a I guess a a specific person that understands the value in it. Like I said last night, I like both dogs. I didn't release them, but what I'll say is it's a long baseball season. You have the Sport of Kings starting, um, you know, the Derby prep races, there's money to be made in everything. And again, These old race books in a lot of these cities, West Virginia, Delaware, uh, New Jersey, Philadelphia, now it's like you said, they're called race and sports books in Nevada, and now they're called race and sports books here. It'll be interesting to see how much more interest this year and handle there is on the three legs of the the Triple Crown uh, just because the more people are betting
4: in horses.
2: Michael what else going on buddy The the soccer got you hopping
4: Yeah man I'm still um, Excited in about 10 minutes We have Man City Versus Tottenham and Liverpool Versus Porto Uh, The winner this is the second leg Of of these two Matchups where they play one home one away It's not like the NFL Where it's one and done in the playoffs This type of playoff you get one game at home And then one game on the road so there's a different dynamic to soccer that most people if they're just looking at the line they would not know because if a team's already gotten a few away goals and now they're coming home they specifically don't have to win the game to actually advance so people could just look at the line and say well the 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 better team is is the dog which because the line makers know the team doesn't have to specifically win to advance so um... It, it all these things play a big role in soccer that a lot of people just from the standard you know the the net the betting public in the United States specifically are just not well equipped to understand soccer odds um like the people around the world do so I mean all my international clients they all know they're obsessed with every league and they're they're well versed so you know when it comes to soccer you know i've been a, a guru for a long time it's my specialty it's in my blood um i've been betting it for so many years so and doing it all year round and never stops it's like the gift that keeps on giving
2: john um as we're heading towards the top of the hour here um i'm curious we always had the discussion for all these years we know each other and it's it's this unique phenomenon that some guy uh who's out there and he's betting and he could be just laying baseball out, winning left and right, having a you know uh, ha- having a great summer and then all of a sudden preseason football comes in or the NFL season's about to start and the guy, that person bails on baseball and it's like why, why would you run away football has that luster and allure to it and why would you run away from something that you're being successful with so My question is to you, when you are dealing, and Mike, when you're dealing with people that they call in, generally speaking, the summer months, everybody kind of take a break or whatever, but do you see when you've been dealing with people and there's a comfort level with you guys that you've seen them be more willing to listen to what Mike just said about maybe a soccer game uh, or baseball or something off the beaten path, but that, that, you know when, and you, you've it's always been the the model or the mantra you've used betting as a business but history repeats itself with people making the same mistakes. Are you able to kind of win them over to a broader approach to this
3: Well you are because first of all you have more people that have the the ability to make those wagers so for, in the past it was like my guy doesn't take college bet he doesn't have lines on soccer or this place doesn't have lines on this, or this place doesn't, or my guy shuts down after, he only takes the playoffs, he doesn't do baseball. So just by virtue that the marketplace has increased, you just have so many more opportunities where you are able to convert them over because a lot of guys get it now. Because, look, a lot of guys get stung, um, again, doing it on their own prior to, and then they realize, look, if it really is all about money, then it really is all about money. I mean, that's just the bottom line. I just got a key move alert on Mexican baseball on Monterey versus Agua Caliente. Now, again, in the old days, nobody could bet that game. But now you can go to faraway places and you can bet that game. You could probably go to one of the books on the strip and bet that game. So I'm not saying, guys, if you're listening, that I have that game. Don't blow my phone up. The game's at 830 tonight. we got plenty of time. I'm just making a point that that's what's changed. The menu. The menu is there versus the menu not even being there before or only being there for the people that wanted the menu, you know, that fought and searched out and wanted a place that would take that action. And now basically, you know, all these sports books, they have to come into play and uh, offer that to be competitive with the market. You know, you can't be a book in New Jersey and not offer what they offer in West Virginia or Delaware because then somebody's going to basically look to head down and cross over the border and make the bet there. You know, the funny thing is, and we'll just end the show with the Tiger thing, is we all heard about this guy, Al Ducci, who, you know, first-time sports better, 39 years old, flies from Wisconsin, takes 85000 What a lot of people missed in that press release was that he ordered the money from a bank in Nevada so he didn't fly with it, got there weeks before the, tr- the Masters, withdrew the 85000 went to Walmart, bought a backpack, put the 85000 in the backpack, this is what was said on the newswire, and went to four spots before Nick Bogdanovich, you Nick, know him, I don't know how to say Nick, his last Nick,
2: name. Nick Bogdanovich, yeah.
3: Yeah, right. Took his bet. But, I mean, basically, even in Vegas, he had to work to make that wager. You know, that's amazing that, you know, you get on a plane, you're, you're, mental, you're mentally thinking, well, it's Vegas. I can bet whatever I want. He walked into three spots. They didn't take his action.
2: No, I that that's that's a fair point. I mean, you know, somebody's. By the way, am full marks to this guy. I mean, I, whatever he hit, and you you got you got to tip your hat to. Him. He said it was the first bet he ever made.
3: Yeah, in all fairness, his wife. I mean, not his wife. His father was a caddy, I think, for 35 years, and he takes care of him. It was, but he's the one that they interviewed him said that he expects him in the grand slam. That's why I brought it up to you. Not that he's some expert. He got lucky on the first one, but he said he won't be. He, he, he's not betting it, but he expects her to, it, it'll be interesting if they're going to even have a prop, odds not on each individual tournament, but will he grand slam? But I'm see, sure they're out there. Arguing. I mean,
2: here, here's the thing, uh, in, in full power to him, the guy, you know, tiger knows the course. He came in, the guy, guy won the dough. Uh, I thought Tiger had a big shot. I didn't like him at the price. And I, I've always said either you're all in with a guy that's less than 20 to 1, or you're spreading it around with long shots and then coming back with a, a world class player at, at 20 to 1 who's four shots off going into the weekend. But literally, this guy was all in uh, with Tiger Woods and he cashed. Um, the problem is. Uh, you know back in the day when Jack Nicholas won, there were only you know the the quality golfers when Jack Nicholas won at age forty six th- there were you know eight ten guys uh, the problem is Tiger could come out and he could play great in every one of these majors, but the depth of the talent pool uh in uh golf in this day and age is off the charts i mean you've you got to take into account that you can be taking out a lot of guys that are going to be playing really well
3: tell you what, Michael impressed me. He knew every rule in golf. He knew how many shots they needed. He was giving me I'm watching it. It's like Chinese. He's giving me real-time live updates. It was
2: uh, crazy. boy, Mike. You, you get this guy broaden his horizons. Yeah. <laughs> on to
3: the next one. <laughs> if there's a line on a game, either side can win. That's my for horizons.
2: <laughs> Fellas, you're the best. Listen, we love doing this, and uh, the show will be available for you at sportsinsiderradio.com. We always invite you to Give the fellows a call, 800-209-1679, 800-209-1679. Always a good time doing Sports Insider Radio, and you know what? We enjoy it so much, we're going to step up to the plate, and we're going to do it again next week.
0: don't stall. Make the call. 1-800-209-1679. 1-800-209-1679.
1: It's the Vegas Board. Tuesday morning at 10 on AM 1400,
2: KSHP, North Las Vegas, and KSHP.com.
0: USA Radio News with Tim Berg. Jefferson, Colorado,
3: County Sheriff Jeff Schrader.